Hello, welcome to our podcast, Two Coffees, Please. A podcast about two caffeine loving sisters who know a little about a lot, talking about everything over a cup of coffee. So grab yours and let's go. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Drinking my cup of coffee. Same. <laughs> hence, hence the name. Yes. Two, two coffees, please. Welcome back um, to our third episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's new with you? Um, same old, same old. Just, you know, trying to survive with kids. That seems to be like my my life now. Well, <laughs> you know, how about you? Anything interesting? Um, besides school and work, no, not much. I I fell a little bit behind with school, so I'm just trying to catch up. But yeah. <laughs> Did you ever hear back about your friend? Um, the insurance cover. Lord, I don't know if she's gonna want me to talk about it. But oh my god, <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that's a very interesting story. I mean, who who will know who your friend is? It can happen to millions of people. She will know, but I, I mean, well, she will not know that people will not know that it's her. It's so, um, she got a new car. Oh, my, my friend was in, she wasn't in an accident. Her car was in an accident. Thankfully, she, her and her loved ones are fine. Even the person that um, caused the accident was fine. But um, it was a doozy and her car was finished. But yeah, she got a new car today and she's so excited. I will be excited too. Was her car new, the one that got um, totaled? I mean, it wasn't old. It was like a few years old, but um, she had just paid it off. Yeah, that's awesome because now you have a brand new car. But she she now has to pay off. She's not happy about being a dad again. <laughs> uh, oh wait, so she didn't even get enough to pay to pay for a new car? A brand new car, no. They uh, they, they almost never give you enough to. I've I never. Know, it really that's good. so it's so crazy, right? I mean, you pay insurance every month for as long as you have a car. And you would think that you'd be able to cover the whole car, especially when you just finished paying it off. You're like, yes. And then to tell you, like, no, I'm sorry. We're only going to give you, like, $10,000. Just like, okay. Well. Or not even that. Maybe less because every year that goes by appreciates your car. Every second that goes by. <laughs> your car is losing value right now. Yeah, I know. Every <laughs> single day is so crazy. I mean, also the mileage you put on it and everything, but. I mean, I, mean, I thought her story was very interesting. I mean, I guess you don't want to tell it, but <laughs> I was just like a crazy person that. Well, I shouldn't say crazy person, but it was someone like a hit and run type of situation, and like I guess she lost control of the vehicle, ended up in, on her lawn, but mowed down her cars that were in the driveway. A lady was driving the car, lost control. Mm-hmm. And drove into two parked cars, three parked cars in the driveway. Well, she she hit one, and then it, that one hit her car, and then 
that car, her car hit her other, the other car. So it, like her car got sandwiched basically. Luckily, they didn't drive into the house, which is, I mean, thank God, you know, you have cars stopping you. But that's insane. You come out, imagine coming out of your house in the morning. I mean, obviously you can listen to the crash, but like if you Oh yeah, she heard it. She heard it. <laughs> and, what it? and you come out of your house in the morning and all you see is your car sandwiched between two other cars and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> Why did this happen? Yeah. That's crazy though. Oh my yeah. God. That's, um, what a way to start the year. At least she's not in it. Yeah, true. You know, that's a new car. A plus. And she gets a new car, even though she gets back the payments. But I mean, yeah, I remember when my car caught on fire. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she she doesn't smoke, so it wasn't like her car caught on fire because she was smoking and the cigarette might have fallen. Her car just caught on fire as she's driving. Well, I went over some train tracks, and they think that's what did it, but. Uh, allegedly <laughs> that's what they say nobody really knows why her car caught fire yeah yeah like um i just kept smelling like i was like what what's that smell what's that smell and my mom was with me and she was like, i don't smell anything but she doesn't smell at all like you can hold perfume under her nose and she'd be like i don't smell it so uh, thankfully i was i was gifted with a with a really good nose and um, we managed to pull over in time, but as soon as we got out, it was when like the car actually started, you know, getting engulfed in flames. So it was very scary <laughs> and um, a little bit traumatizing. There's not every time I go over train tracks, I'm like, <gasps> and then like, smelling, making sure that nothing, nothing's burning. <laughs> but it's a small price to pay. At least, at least I'm still here. Crazy. Yeah, but insurance did me wrong. So, I mean, I'm not shocked that they kind of were... There, She's still dealing with it. It's the same one, too. It's the same company, I won't say. But <laughs> I'm like, don't expect much, girl. Don't expect much. They were blaming me for something like that. I mean, I don't know. But on the lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> um, have So, I know you're not big on like watching new shows, but have you watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix? No. Of course I have, and I don't know why you asked me this. I told you, I don't watch new shows. Um, but some shows are worth venturing out for because I um. So I don't. I'm sure you haven't watched the Peaky Blinders, even though I told you you should watch it because it's really good. Yeah, I know. It's on my to do list. I will get there. <laughs> um, I think you should start with the Queen's Gambit first, though, because that's one season. I don't think they're going to make a second one because the book based on a book um but it's about have you have you seen the trailer at least no i mean this is it came out like two months ago or a month ago i'm, I'm late to it but um it's about a girl who plays she's like a prodigy um with chess and she goes on to do these tournaments and so basically it's this orphan girl who um i mean is a little bit lost in the world starts learning chess is really good at it starts doing tournaments but she doesn't have the best she had a rough upbringing so with that comes um you know emotional baggage and things that she needs to work out there's substance abuse going on and 
you you root for her the whole time. And I don't know, it's a really it's a really good show. So um how long is this? How how many episodes? It was only like eight or nine. Okay. I could sit through that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really it's really good. Like from the first episode, you're like, oh wow. There's these uh like the orphanage that she ends up in aren't the nicest. I mean, they hardly are in, in Hollywood movies. I hope that they're a lot better in real life, but um, they're like they give these kids, and it's based in like the the forties. So this is like when people really didn't give a damn about kids, and um, they would give these kids pills to kind of like sedate them, keep them keep them how they want them, and she gets addicted to them. But they help her focus. It's just it's it's a really it's a good one. <laughs> you you like it for sure. I just. I don't know if I could sit through a sad um, show. Like right now, I like to just watch happy shows. (laughs) At this moment, I think like my whole, like, you know how when we was growing up, like I was so into scary movies and I was just like, yes, I want to watch every scary movie because I like to be frightened and I think it's so cool, whatever. Um, Then I think like maybe when I turned, I think it was 20. I was just like, all right, I'm over scary movies. Like, the world's scary enough. Like, I don't want to be watching scary movies. And I just stopped. Like, it just, I just lost interest. I don't want to be scared. Like, I don't like that feeling anymore. I'm, I'm good. Um, I think I feel the same way about, like, movies that are sad or, like, are, like, dark. I'm just like, ugh, I don't really want to watch, sit there and watch someone go through a rough time anymore. I think, and I think like that's the thing that um, I'm feeling with books too. Like I want to read empowering books. I want to read, um, you know, books, comedy, like anything that has to do with happy things. I'm like, all right, I'm in it. Like I wanna, I wanna read about that or anything that's gonna educate me to like look at life more openly and motivated. I think that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Anything that's gonna put me like, I mean, obviously you have to read about people's journey and stuff um and most people's journey are not great and you know it's for you to learn but i don't know maybe in a little while i get back into that but for right now i just want positivity like i can't <laughs> i can't right now well negative stuff i need something to keep me going man like i need positive vibes right now it's not i mean it wasn't like a heartbreaking you're telling me kids are getting drugged <laughs> Orphanage, like already, I'm like, whoa, that's just sick. Like, why is that even happening? It's not like, um, it's like, whoa, like, oh damn, like that. That's the kind of um, reaction that I got. Like, oh my gosh, like these these kids. But it's not like, oh no, like oh my gosh, she's not gonna make it. Like, oh no, like it's not like. I mean, thankfully she made it. But what about everyone else that was in there? <laughs> yeah. They're like bending yeah. up. <laughs> but it helps. It's a fictional story, but it's a fictional book. Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, say, like with my Instagram, I had to kind of get rid of a lot of things that weren't weren't serving me. Purpose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's my New Year resolution: just cleaning out all of the stuff that's not necessary. I mean, in general, I'm pretty good at doing that. You know, here and there, some stuff pops up. And obviously, still recurring with the news because you need to know what, what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but not to focus too much into that because then that's another thing that's just like 
drains you emotionally, I think. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you don't feel it right away, I feel like you're subconsciously getting anxious and stressed out by it. Yeah. An hour later, you're like on edge and you don't even know why, but you just scrolled through some really stressful, heavy stuff like the last 30 minutes. Like how can you not, and, and your brain is taking it in whether you're aware of it or not. So like, how can it not affect you? Exactly. Yeah. So I'll see. I'll see if I, I take a little, a little look-see, but I do <laughs> want to see the other one that you told me about. Peaky blinders. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I think, and I think um, my brother-in-law would be interested in that too. Probably. Yeah. Cause I know um, my fiance. Oh, you know, it's weird. Cause like two, three years ago, I was like, Oh, you want to watch it? He's like, eh, it's not really my kind of show. <laughs> recently he was like, um, so do you want to watch the show? I'm like, I thought you said, he was like, yeah, but you know, I changed my mind. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, um, but, but he likes it. That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes your, your, um, likes, change and it's just like okay you're like but you you used to like this or you never liked that and it's just like all right well i'm not the same person i was two years ago like yeah yeah not even like last month (laughs) i don't think anyone came out the same after 2020 (laughs) except trump (laughs) (laughs) um But yeah, I mean, obviously we're um, Hispanic girls, so we are going to have our, our our opinions on certain things. But yeah, um, that's just life. You have to grow. <laughs> and if you're not growing, then you're not changing. And then you're not evolving. I saw, I saw this quote that said, evolve or die. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's actually true. Like, this is what happens in nature. If you're not, if you're not evolving, you're going to die. So exactly so you gotta move on um but i think yeah you'll like that show i'm i'm usually really late to the party i've always been i'm not really sure why i have so much hesitancy but there's this new show called bridgerton on netflix where it's like a a time like a period piece show okay and that's i'm gonna check it out (laughs) i have no idea what it's about i just know that it's like Everyone's looking very Jane Austen-esque. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. <laughs> Isn't that the one with, um? is it um old-fashioned kind of? Yeah. Like 18, 1700s. Okay, yeah. A lot of people talk about that. Um, it's pretty much she's uh, she needs to find a suitor and she doesn't want to. So she pretends that she is involved with this guy. And the guy's not really into her. It's something like that. I mean, I heard a lot of good things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that I might be interested in. I don't know. It just takes a long time to get to its to its point. Like, you know? Like, I mean, if it was a movie, I feel like, all right, I'll watch it because it's mm-hmm. a movie. But because it's a show, it's just like, how long can you drag that for? You know? We get it. Eventually, they're going to end up together because they somehow end up falling in love. But it's like, all right, what else are we looking into? That's true. I feel like sometimes they... They do drag it a lot. So they throw in like so much crap. You're like, no. And then like season 10, they're like, oh, they're finally married. Yeah. But then someone tries to ruin their marriage. You're like, no, it's just. Exactly. Well, here are things going to be like society. And then, you know, obviously interracial couples is always a huge thing. So I'm sure that's going to play a part. Um, but anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but that you do make a good point that they do drag shows like that. Like um, they even did that in the office, which I mean, I, I love that show. But I do have certain things about it that like um, a few bones to pick, I guess, like with the whole. Um, I mean, do, do you feel this way about Jim and Pam? How all of a sudden after he got he got with her, he kind of just just dropped all the charm. <laughs> no, really? You don't think he did? No, I really don't think he did. I think their dynamic changed a little because he's not like trying to get her. He they were dating, you know. But I mean, the fact that he was so supportive of her going to the art school, that he proposed to her out in like the middle of whatever their meeting point in the gas station. station. (laughs) The fact that he used to go visit her out there. The fact that he bought her a house so they could live in together and they made that that cute little studio for her uh, so she could do her painting. Like, I think like he was very supportive of her. The only time that I felt like he kind of was a little selfish about it I mean, I can't understand why he was, was when he decided that he wanted to do the um, the new company that he, you know, came up with, with his he, college he buddies. From her. Yeah. Well, they spoke about it. They decided that that wasn't going to be for them. And then he made the decision that, no, I want to do this, you know, and he did it. He said he did it for the family, but he did it for himself. Like that was something that he felt he needed to do to accomplish his own career goals. And I can understand that, but I can also understand her point on like, was that she was so happy with what she had that she didn't want anything to disturb it. And, you know, sometimes, again, it goes back to like, certain women have an ideal, like their ambition is like, I just want to be a wife, I want to have children, and I want to have a nice house, and I want to be with my husband, and that's it. Like, that's, as far as it gets like they're happy with that and that's fine but then when you meet someone that's not content with that like the other partner then that's when the struggle happens because they don't want to change you know like it's hard for them to to take that change it's not going to be as simple anymore it's not going to be as this is it yeah if i said that he lost his charm (laughs) no but that those are charm things i mean those are things that you know a person wouldn't be doing like i mean beside aside of him taking that job those other things were cute, you know. Think, and then he like he asked her to, like, um, when they were gonna get married, and then they decided not to get to elope. Remember? Mm-hmm. And um, he woke up that morning. He told her, "Oh, um, you know what I want to do today? I want to marry you." And then they were gonna get married that day, and then they decided that they're gonna wait because they wanted everyone to be there. Mm-hmm. You remember that episode? I do. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, things like that's cute. I should have written out the list of why I feel like <laughs> there's certain times where he acts like he acts like a total butt towards her, and it's not even it's not even the getting a job and doing that behind her back for a while, but uh, it was like other things. Um, and then and then that girl Kathy that got in the way, like they threw in that little monkey wrench. She didn't really get in the way; she was just working there. What? They weren't really doing anything together. No, but she tried. Yeah, she tried. And he blocked her. He did. He did. She wasn't in the room. And he was like, no, we're not doing this. And then he ended up um, rooming with Dwight. You remember? Yeah, Dwight Dwight went in there and sprayed the the bed bugs. Off of her. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have easily, easily have done something there. And he didn't. 
I don't know. I always say, oh, Jim, every time he does something sweet. And I say that a lot. <laughs> and um, my husband's always like, you and Jim. I'm like, he's just so sweet. There's just certain things that he say. I'm like, so romantic. I feel like, like I guess some of the direction that they went with the show, like um, when the boom guy, when the boom guy got involved. The boom think, guy? The guy who carries the boomstick. <laughs> he's not a boom guy. He's a microphone. Yeah, okay. He boom. <laughs> boom. I was like, who the hell is a boom guy? Yeah. Um, boom, boom. <laughs> but, you know, um, when they were talking about it, when they were talking about the, the show, um, they had the writers were deciding to um, separate them on season nine and have them had her be with that guy that was going to be the storyline and then they were like no they can't do that to like pam and jim like they are like the love story of the whole thing but them and also dwight and angela like i was talking about a messed up relationship (laughs) (laughs) dwight and angela was a messed up relationship because i was telling my husband this i was like how is it that she felt it was okay to not tell dwight that that was her child that was his child and she wasn't going to tell him. The only reason why she did tell him was because he decided, like, whatever, I'm gonna like marry her, no matter if that is my kid or not. Like, I love yeah. her. And then that's when she decided, like, yeah, I'm gonna tell you, this is your child. Oh, by the way, yeah, this was like two years old already. You're gonna tell me now that he's my kid? I just lost two years of his life. I would've been pissed. I would've been like, no, <laughs> you know what? This ain't gonna work for me. But <laughs> I guess that would've messed up the storyline too. Yeah, that confused me. Like, they got together really quickly. I hate when shows rush everything at the end, and I feel like they almost did that with this one. Like, their relationship? Yeah. Like, one day he's with that girl, and then the next day. I guess um, he was going to propose to that girl, and then he, something stopped him, and it was like the fact that he realized that he was still in love with Angela, so he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But. Like I said, I think that like, it was pretty messed up that she, the whole time she kept hiding the fact that that was his kid. Yes, it was. I, I don't know. And there was a scene, there was a part um, in the show where they went to go get the diaper, the poop tested. I don't even think you can get a DNA test from poop. I'm assuming it was, I guess it doesn't have to be poop, it can be pee. Either way, um, again, the doctor was like, it's not your son. Yeah. I was never explained either. Yeah, that was confusing. So I honestly <laughs> thought that wasn't his son. I thought it was the uh, senators. And then... <laughs> the all of a sudden, it's, it's, yeah, all of a sudden, it's his son. I'm just like, okay. And you didn't tell him? You were, you've been working with the man for two years and you didn't tell him he's the father of your child? Like, how crazy is that? She's like, I wanted you to be with me for me. Yeah, <laughs> Me. You have a whole. <laughs> Meanwhile, she has him living. They're, they're living out of a closet, an Oscar's closet. <laughs> that that kind of pride is um scary. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, that's a little bit too much for me. Like I, like I said, if you would have told me that you had a kid and it was my kid and you didn't tell me for two years, <laughs> I, I don't know if I would still be asking to marry you. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I would ask for full custody since you're living in a in a man's closet. <laughs> It's I mean, I don't know if I take the kid away from you, but we will have some a man's closet. <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy. Her 20 cats. She was all weird from the beginning. Like, she, was, she had some other issues going on. 
Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, other than that, that show was pretty good. I like that show. I mean, obviously, we know every episode, so we do watch it a lot. <laughs> what about <laughs> Kelly and Ryan? Oh, oh dysfunctional. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Mike and, and Holly, though. And if this is any a spoiler for anyone, I'm sorry, but you, you're hella late. <laughs> well, they're the only ones that really, like, I feel like really belong together. Like they more they than Jim and Pam. Well, like their lives were, yeah, because like they really gravitated to each other from the beginning. Where Pam, she was with someone else, and she saw Jim as a friend, mm-hmm. and obviously, she, I guess she was attracted to him or whatever. They had a friendship, but like it wasn't really like you know they started like they saw each other and that was it. Like Michael, as soon as he saw her, he was like, "Oh, I'm in love with her." And you remember Jim was like, okay, hold on. Like, don't tell her that because you're going to scare her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he kind of played it cool for a little bit, but not even that long. Like, he was just like, no, I want to date her. I want to be with her. And, you know, it was like very, like, they want to be together kind of thing. And even her, I felt. Right? Because wasn't it when they they had that, um, it was a carnival? Yeah, and that's when um, Jim was going to propose to Pam, and then he didn't. So, like, they both were into each other at that time. Yeah, she was, she was like, flirting back with him. Yeah, so I feel like their their love was genuine from the beginning. Like, they, like, really liked each other. Where, I mean, it's nice to have a person that you are friends with and then fall in love with them, but it was, like, it would be a little bit more of, like, a slow-moving process. It's nice if it works out, which... I mean, so risky. <laughs> Have you ever had a crush on a friend? I don't think so. I don't think like that's how, I mean, no. I don't think that's how it works. And that's not how it, how it has gone for me. I don't know. Has a friend ever had a crush on you? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I think I'm always seen as the one of the guys, <laughs> which I'm totally cool with. So, you know, like cuz I'm not like it's just it just works out that way, so I'm good with that. But I mean, I think like when I like someone, they know I like them. Like it's like from the beginning. It's not like I don't start being their friend and I'm like, oh, oh, he's kind of like I kind of like him. Like it doesn't it doesn't work that way. Sometimes um, it develops. Usually, I'm attracted to the person first, and then I uh, become friends with them and like start building something. But mm-hmm. I never, I don't think I ever liked someone as a friend and then develop feelings with them. But so you like, you get, you get to know them, but you already know that you don't want to just be friends. Like you, you know, right. attraction. Yeah. Um, There's some type of attraction there before that happened. I feel like with me, it's always been the exact opposite where, Oh, first of all, I have weird taste. <laughs> and I, it sounds like I'm insulting the people I've dated, but it's totally not. I mean, I don't like, um, I don't usually go for like the, the pretty boy pretty boys but um like i can be like okay yeah they're okay they're okay looking they're they're attractive fine whatever but then it's getting to know them like their personality there's certain like things that um like if they're hilarious then it's just like my i get a crush yeah and um with my fiance we spoke for like three months and i from the start like i had no i was no obviously no intentions because it was far and but it was like the more we spoke like oh wow um it just developed even with like my um my 
first boyfriend. I knew him for a while, and I always thought he was like kind of cute. But then it wasn't until we we would talk for like a few months that we got to know each other, and I was like, wow, I actually I really like him. But it wasn't like right off the bat. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that. I'm not one of those, but I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's a word for it. Like the different kinds of ways that, like how you are attracted, how you like seek, out, not seek out relationships, but like how your thing is like, okay, I see him. I like what I see. I'm going to go for it versus like, I see him. He's okay. I'll get to know them. Oh, wow. Now I really like them. I feel like there's something that gravitates you to that person, whether you know it or not. So I, I'm the person that needs to be attracted to someone before I can even like, like, like I even go for it, like having to time a day. <laughs> no, but like even try to like have a, uh, to get to know you. Like I need to be attracted to you for that case, um, for that to happen. But if I'm starting to talk to you like a friend, because I'm not attracted to you, I just feel like, you know, you're a cool person, then that's where I leave it at. Like, that's what it is. But if I'm already talking to you because I feel like you're, I'm attracted to you and I think like there's a connection, um, like a physical connection, like I feel like, you know, like you're my type of guy or like something about you attracts me, then um, there's a possibility. You know, like, you know how people's like, oh, there's a friend zone kind of thing. And once you go into that zone, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel... For the most part, if I'm not attracted to you, you're my friend, and then that's where I leave it. Like, there's nothing that you could possibly do. Like, you can't be the coolest person. Like, yeah, you're the coolest person, but if I'm not attracted to you, then, I mean, yeah. still nothing there. <laughs> you know, we're not- just, you're just the coolest person. Like, I'm, I'm cool with just being your friend, and I'm happy with that, you know? And I think that's why it's been easy for me to be friends with, like, most of my friends are guys, because that's how I see it. You know, like, I don't take it to the like there's no there's no in between you know you don't cross the lines yeah flirt with that line anyways um so i mean it's not and it's not to say the person isn't attractive it's just that you're not attracted to no yeah exactly exactly yeah because there's a lot of attractive people and i this is why i say i have weird taste because like take the prettiest people that you know like (laughs) Like Zayn Malik, people go crazy for him, or like Brad Pitt, like the typical like George Clooney's. Like I think that they're my eyes are aware that they are handsome looking people, but I'm just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, because I think it, there's no connection. There's nothing that attracts you from them. There's some, something like for me, it has to be the jaw, or <laughs> I know as weird as it sounds. Like there's a certain type of jaw that will attract me, and same thing with the shoulders. Like a certain type of shoulders that I like. So there's like, there has to be something there that attracts me to you. And if that's not there, then, you know, it is, I'm just meeting someone. Like you could be a girl or a boy. I'm just meeting. <laughs> You're just someone I'm meeting. It's not nothing like crazy, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's how I see it. That's why it's like. Yeah, we're uh, different. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, lucky for my brother-in-law, he got the. He got the perfect drawing and shoulders <laughs> <laughs> to win your heart. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that, <laughs> to how that worked out. But yeah, I was definitely attracted. So <laughs> I was I was thinking earlier today how, how pissed off I am that 
they don't they discontinue things like things that like when the ends good why do you got to get rid of it like 2020 took really good stuff from Taco Bell for me and the office off Netflix for me but life in general like the 90s type of things like bubble jug that every time every yeah I see <laughs> you can't see it right now but my sister's heart ripped a little and she just keeps applying band-aids over it but every time I see bubble jug it rips a little and it's just I just so don't understand. Sad. It's so sad. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, why? Why do you got to do that to candy? Like, kids are always going to like this candy. Like, why are you taking it away? You're going to act like nobody, no one bought them. Everyone bought them. Those were the best candy slash gum because you can't even say what it was. <laughs> it has, like, so much powder in there. <laughs> and another so bit of gum in there. That... And you know what I was thinking about the other day? The Spice Girls lollipops? Yeah. They were the best. They were selling them on eBay, but I'm like, how old? <laughs> I That's what I was thinking, too, because I did look old. them up. And I was just like, oh, man, if I buy this, it will not be good for my stomach like, to even try it. But I, I wish I could just make one of those little bubble gum, um, the little lollipops, and just taste it again because it's so good. The sticker, the gum. Yeah. It was, it was like, you know what? And I'm shocked that they haven't made one that tastes like it. Yeah. Or anything like, close to it. Like, yeah. Because it had a very distinct taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually looked up the company and it's just like, they don't make. They so don't make that company, right? Yeah. They don't make anything like that. They only make that. They still make the chocolate kind that mom loves. The chocolate one, the chupa chupa chocolate one. It was like a squirrel. Yeah, yeah, that's still out there. That they still make. <laughs> you know what? I like those. <laughs> I like those. Not as much as the Spice Girl ones, but. But I'm um, saying, like, you don't even have to put a Spice Girls on it anymore. Just make them. But I guess because it was a like a Spice Girl thing, they can't make it alone. It's just so frustrating. They don't have any good candies out right now. They don't make them like they used to. Like even the Altoids. I don't know if you. I I am crazy about sour candies, but like the Altoids. Um, it was like citrus or orange flavor. Mm-hmm. I used to have them all the time. Yeah, I remember them. They're so good. Jar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh my gosh, those got discontinued too. Or just I don't. I don't get. It. I feel like if they brought them back, people, it would sell out. So like. Yeah, I will be number one. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely buy them. Um, I can see. I can see why the bubble jug one might be maybe went out because of all the plastic I used. But I'm like, you just put it in paper. Like, we don't care. No. Even the little mixed chiclets, I think, are gone too. I don't know. I have to go. Like, we literally have to go to a bodega to find out exactly what's still out there. Like, I wish we could go to Sweet Treats. I don't think it's called Sweet Treats anymore, but um, in uh, Queens and see if they still have all those candies over there. Like that was. They had it set up so so nicely. And even like the little um is it a beluga? No. Is I don't remember the ones where they're bubblegum flavor. Inside of it they had like a little uh like strawberry syrup. Uh, is it like bubble yum or something like that? Yeah, like those. Like I can't find them anywhere. Target does not have anything. They do have the sour straw, but they sell you like the whole damn box. With the sour straw packets. I'm like, sheesh. Mm-hmm. How many? They, they, they sell like 35 packets inside one of them. 
I'm like, how many do I need? <laughs> I don't want that many. I feel like because I was the, that's like one of the only canes that they still have in the, the 90s. I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'll miss it when it's gone. But I'm I I ate it, I ate it a lot frequently because to make up I guess for it, for the fact that it's the only one left. I still have it, and uh, surprisingly, my my son likes it. So, you know, surprisingly, <laughs> no, because my husband's not uh he doesn't like um anything that's sour mm. like that. So he's like he likes his you know regular Skittles and Starburst and. You know, things like that, airheads. But so that's what my son likes. So I was surprised that he liked that because he doesn't like sour stuff like that either. But yeah. yeah. Warheads. Yeah. Um, there's this candy store that uh, it's like it sells like vintage candies mm-hmm. um, nearby. And they have those rocket lollipops. Remember them? Yeah. I remember you bought them. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't taste the same. I wasn't crazy about those either. Um, you have to be very careful because it could stab, sh- like, yes, it didn't yes. kill you. <laughs> they could stab you, and they didn't taste that. I mean, you have to be in the mood for them. But I don't know. The good candy is gone. They don't have them anymore. Sodas, too. Like, the Sprite Remix lives rent-free in my mind. Same with um the, like, the Kool-Aid. I don't know if you remember, but the Kool-Aid used to, like, slip a little color changing pill thing mm-hmm. so you'd have like a red kool-aid but you put that little pill in there and it would change to like green or something no. those are good um dunkaroos but i think they were talking about bringing dunkaroos back but something about like it was gonna be like, it was gonna be like, a lot of money to bring it back like from like a lot of our money to bring it back which i thought was pretty crazy really the one thing I have a hard time finding, and I know they still make it, but I have a hard time finding, is um, the Welsh uh, grape soda. And I love Welsh grape soda. It's so <laughs> good. And it's hard for me to find it anywhere. Like, I only find Fanta grape soda, which is not the same, or um, Sunkiss grape soda. I don't want that. <laughs> because it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't have the same, um, you know, sizzle. <laughs> uh, they, I usually find them in Chinese restaurants, but they don't have them out here. Now, always ask. Every single time I ask, and they're like, no, we don't have that. I'm like, damn. I mean, thankfully, I don't remember what, what it tastes like because I like grape soda. So I feel like if I tasted it recently then and I get hooked, then that would suck. But No, they have one by your house, though. By your house, I could find it. But by me, I can't find it. So I have to like literally go to New York to get it. And it's just like, come on. I shouldn't have to travel to another state <laughs> for me to be able to get some grape soda. Do you like kombucha? No. No. Have you ever had kombucha um, alcohol? No. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to be good for you, I don't think. I don't think that's how they sell it. But it's supposed to be a bit better than big beer and stuff because... You know, it's it's it doesn't upset upset your stomach like other alcohol can, other liquor can. And there's this new one that I found that I really want to try. And I've had a dry ass quarantine people. I haven't had um any alcohol in months. And um I can't wait for 
this mess to be over. I'm not really sure when I'll, I'm ready to start drinking again, but when I when I am, I think this one's going to be my first one. It's called Bloom by Batchwell. And then I sent it to you earlier. Oh, no, I haven't. Um, I haven't tried that. I am also off of drinking for now. This, I feel like it's just, there's no point to it. <laughs> like, I really don't see it, especially when my kids are home with me all the time. So even if you want to, you know, drink up or whatever, I got to wake up three o'clock in the morning to take care of the one-year-old. So I'm just like, why do I do that to myself? Like, there's no point. Let me just yeah. not even do that anymore. Maybe when all this is done, maybe I get back into my wine mode. But for right now, coffee, please, man. Coffee, coffee, <laughs> caffeine all the time because that is what's keeping me going. You know how they say you run on Dunkin'? I run on caffeine. Like <laughs> The last time I had any liquor, I think, was um, August or July. Of last year? Yeah, of last year. Uh, maybe maybe even earlier than that. It might have been like it might have been like May, and it was a, it was a glass of wine. So I didn't even get drunk, but I <laughs> I just had like really bad anxiety, and I think that it definitely like triggered it. So yeah, they they say like it's a downer. So I'm like mm, like maybe now it's not the best time to get <laughs> be on downers with everything that's going on. No, and to me like it doesn't. To me, it's actually. Fun. Like I like it. It's just I don't. I just don't like doing it when I have to take care of children. You know, like obviously that's not. It's not a good look. <laughs> obviously, you obviously don't feel well uh, doing so either. Like you want to sleep. Yeah, um, you don't want to be waking up at two, three o'clock in the morning and having to go because one of your kids are calling for you and you're like, you know, <laughs> like why? <laughs> but yeah, I mean. On occasions, I guess it would be fine, but just just some random Friday night, it's just not worth it, you know. And um, and beer, which was something like that, I like to do. Like I used to like to just drink a beer too on a Friday night after work or whatever. Um, it just makes you bloated, so it's just like it's another thing you can't do. <sighs> going away. <laughs> yeah. Well, um. Hopefully, I think better things are coming. Yeah, for sure. It has to. <laughs> Please. <laughs> there has to be more to life than this. How'd that song go? <laughs> Don't get me started on my face. Here we go. Because I still <laughs> it's on my, my shower um, song playlist. playlist? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think this it's good to end it on a on a hopeful note. Yeah. For those of you that are still drinking during this time, have one for me and see you. For real. Enjoy. <laughs> Crack one open for me. Please. <laughs> Till next time. This has been two coffees, please. Bye.